Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Everton Fan Focus podcast. How are we, Mark? You okay? Hello, Mark. How's things? Have you missed me? Oh, I have missed you, mate. These international breaks, mate, don't have to make the absence. You know, it makes the heart grow fonder, absolutely. Of me or Everton? Oh, both. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say you more than Everton lately, because they've all got our, our, our grapes going, haven't they, with the way they've been playing and stuff. But, Certainly you know, have. But, uh, we no, still miss it, them, though, don't we, when yeah, they're not playing? We do, I think we miss the emotion of the game and, and we miss talking about about how pissed off we are with them or even how we made up we are with them but it's shit, isn't it? International football it really has ruined more weekends than Martin has, hasn't it? <laughs> it's, um, it's the second one of the season I know it's, it's so disruptive isn't it? I mean, yeah. not like we were doing well but you know, if, if Everton were on the back of a couple of victories you know, against Palace and, yeah. and Bournemouth then you'd be, you'd be even more annoyed because it just dis- disrupts the flow and obviously there's potential injury concerns going Absolutely. into a massive game against Man City, so Huge. it's just it's just a joke, isn't it? I mean, it can work both ways. You can give the, the club time to sort of regroup, and they've had a good start, and we've had a dip, and then maybe that maybe Cumin sees that time that we've had now that's been excruciating for the rest of us as as beneficial for the team because they can you know regroup, gather their thoughts, and and go again. I hate that saying, pure Gerard, <laughs> but you know, but you know, we can we can just start fresh. Well, hopefully, city, it, hopefully, hopefully it does have that effect. But um, there's no getting away from the fact that me, you, and you know, countless other Evertonians out there and football fans are uh, are just pissed off. Left, I have less no wondering one. what to do with themselves. Yeah, when, it's just. When do you know what? I, while we're talking, while we're on a rant, I mean, the way I hate international football, being a John Gotti S gambler, right? There's literally no footy in the week to, to gamble on apart from the international football. So it's like so you miss out on all the on all the uh, both teams to score coupons and yeah. all that type of stuff. I, I hate international you football. You can't do your fantasy football neither. No, and when you can't no you're doing Sky Sports Super Six, right? And you're trying to figure out Bristol Rovers against MK Dons or, or that's it, and I'm trying to sound intelligent and going on the Super Six panel. Charlie Nichols, he hasn't got a jab. He hasn't got a jab. What he's saying, he's coming two one. Everyone's going two one because he hasn't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> so I went four 0 Morecambe. That didn't work. <laughs> well, yeah, we've uh, we've had this. This is the second international break, and obviously, I think England played tomorrow night, did he? Yeah, tonight. Slovenia yes, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, the big debate Rooney starting or not. I'm so tired. Yeah, of apparently he's not playing, is he? And there's been a big press conference and all that. But um, this isn't an England podcast. You'd be glad to know. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about Everton. And I think last time I saw you, we was uh, we were jumping around when Everton beat Sunderland three 0 That's right, mate. Singing the Balassi song, and uh, yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago. That doesn't it? It was it only does. like what was it? Four maybe weeks ago? Four weeks ago, something like that, but it does feel like maybe last season. It was a Monday you know? night, so it probably was. was four weeks ago today, maybe. Yeah. Possibly, yeah, it was a long maybe time three ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah. Great that night, we were talking about that game, I think, haven't we, after the podcast? Oh, like, we did. We, were, we well, weren't yeah. convinced the, the title was already within grasp. Yeah, well, <laughs> that night. let's be honest, we all got a bit excited after that, but yeah. it did come on the back of a, of a run of results that had reason for us Fable. to get excited, yeah, and we beat Burren, don't forget, and the week before. And um, we had that League Cup game that we won as well. I think that was around just before the Sunderland game. So, yeah, there was plenty of positivity. Unfortunately, since then, it hasn't really carried on, has it? No. What we'll do is we'll skate through the um, the four games that have happened since. Yeah. We're not going to go into... Uh, We're such a lousy podcast. So many games have gone back. Now. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we try and get, do as many as we can, but it's impossible. There's that many games. I mean, the Borough game and the Norwich game were in a matter of three days. I know. So if you're going to come and review every game, you, you may as well just stay in ours. Absolutely. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> um, 
but it's there's games to be covered, there's items to be discussed, and there's a lot of other business as well. Yeah. And things. I know you probably you've always got loads to get off your chest. <laughs> always with Everton. So uh, we'll starting at the beginning of the month. We'll look back for the Borough game, move on to the Norwich game, and then we've got Bournemouth and Palace since. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of other things off the pitch as well. A few comedy discussions. Ab- absolutely. Some, some real, real. Yeah. Random stuff. Courageous attempts to get away from authorities. But we'll try and cover <laughs> as much as we can in the next hour and put a. Uh, Portray our thoughts on, on what's happened since yeah. th- so far this season, really overall. Absolutely, yeah. We're going to do the three word review. <laughs> I'm so excited about that because yeah. I don't really read that much. I haven't got an ability to take in a lot of information. So the snap, the a three word review, review of the yeah. season so far, yeah. It's been interesting, <laughs> some of the findings. But um, looking back at that Borough game, Mark, it, it was not 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 the best to start. We did a goal, a goal behind. Yeah. Again, talking about this, it feels eight, like ages ago. But it does. Uh, it was Alvaro Magredo went up, didn't he, for the, that header with uh, Stecklenberg? And it, it was more, a foul, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it couldn't have been more sort of Andy Gray, 84 Cup final. That's what the vision I got when, when I seen that go in. And it was, you know, real a bit of a joke that the goal was allowed, wasn't it? I think he, yelled, I think he headed Stecklenberg's arm into, and sort of, you know, forced forced roadhouse style into, into, into the net. You know, it's just ridiculous. Hey, well, he didn't even make contact with the ball, it was just Stecklenberg's yeah. arm. The, the, the well, they were they were allowed to. The goal stood, and we were a goal down. Um, just on the grade, oh, we were linked with him, wasn't we? We were. He's also played off like you know. Yeah. Didn't he go to Valencia and he's he on did. loan at Bora? Somehow he's ended up in Bora. We were linked with him. Remember, twenty Real. million move or something. Yeah, absolutely, we were. Well, I think while he was at City, I think yeah. it was, wasn't it? But he's a player off always liked you know real sort of bullying sense of real cool in front of goal he's got that presence up front and he, you know hell of a left peg as well hasn't he? not half yeah real star quarter, real star bite for Mills but that he'll do well I think this season we will get goals but overall they were, they were no great shakes no really, but they were disappointing to be honest for a promoted team with, with the youngster that they had coming up you know the, the promoted teams tend to fancy it a good system don't they whether we're playing well or not and stuff but yeah they sort of muted weren't they there wasn't much to them, that goal side, which which you know comes up, which really I think didn't do them any favours. No, it, 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 angry, it, it, it sort of sparked Everton into life, and uh, Everton were quickly back in it with uh, Gareth Barry. Oh yeah. Soon after Seamus Coleman and Lukaku, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was Absolutely. quite comfortable in the end, wasn't it? Second half was a bit of a... There was a bit of a panic setting, as we yeah. always do, when we go a goal behind. Um, but I think Gareth Barry's finished. If ever a finish, like personified how a player plays the game itself, it was that, wasn't it? You know, yeah. Cool, didn't flush the... Just measured into the top corner, beautiful finish. That was a 600 Premier League game, if you remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, I think, did Negredo's effort go down as an own goal? So, those who would have took an ambitious punt on Gareth Barry's first goal... Would have been awarded, yeah. I think there are smart asses out there who would have linked the 600 game with first goal scorer and made the money. It's never us. It's never us. But we did did come back and uh, it was was good to see Everton basically brush butter aside from then on in and probably best part of an hour. uh, There was only really one one winner in that game. As I say, I thought Middlesbrough were disappointing. Everton, yeah, it took us to go a goal behind to spark us into life, but... That's what we've done, and it was another three points. And yeah. um, it was, as I say, it came on the back of some a run of impressive games since the the middle of August. And yeah. looking at the league position and everything, we all we all really fancied the next run of fixtures after that. You know, the cup game, then going to Bournemouth and hosting Palace. But it just hasn't worked out that way. No. And that tends to be football, tends to be Everton, and 
you know, there's a bit of negativity set in, but looking at the, the game that followed that, the Borough result, Mark, it yeah. was Norwich in, in, on a Tuesday night, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, really. Um, do you want to do your three-word review of that game? Hey. <laughs> Absolute shite, only two words, but there's one word. <laughs> oh, it was really, really gut-wrenchingly disappointing, wasn't it? As, yeah. as a lot of, I think a lot of fans feel this way, as you get older and, and you see another cup exit, it's just they do cut a lot deeper than before. Absolutely, you know, it's just that that represents a real opportunity for us to, to end this drought, which is the biggest millstone round the club's neck. And every time that we meekly go out to someone new, let's face it, it's not going to go much further in the competition. No, you know, it's never going to. We never lose the clubs who do we, the clubs who beat us and invariably get knocked out the next round. So it's not like we ever lose to the winners or stuff. I'll probably get proved wrong ten times on that, but. Uh, it's got an, another cup final that we have nothing to do with. You know, it's just yeah, it's, yeah, it's just got in it. We, I mean, Cumin, to my surprise, didn't look that arsed mm. after the game. I was a little bit annoyed at his, his his sort of coolness. He looked a lot more pissed off at the first half against Sunderland than he did at the ninety minutes against Norwich. You know, yeah, he wasn't happy after the three 0 win Sunderland. But he didn't seem that. I mean, I'm probably wrong. I love Cumin, think he's great, but I don't think League Cup was his priority at all. Maybe so, and I mean, he did change the team, but regardless of that, that, that starting 11 that went out there and the substitutes mm-hmm. that came on were, were good enough to beat the championship side who were, who were average, with all due respect to knowledge, they're average, but they came and fair play to them, they were worthy winners on the night, but yeah. I thought we, we, we fielded a side that was, it did, you know, it did feature changes, but definitely strong enough to overcome them, and again, the first first goal scored, it was nailed on to be Naismith, wasn't nailed it? On. It was nailed on, and... You know, credit to him, he, he's come back and he's put a shift in, he's got his name on the score sheet. Um, but there was a bit of thing about fans clapping. I think they clapped the fact I, I ranted straight after it. I did rant perfect, uh, normal style. Uh, but I think fans clapped the fact that he didn't celebrate against us. But even so, it's, you know, clapping before, yeah. Jordan after. But, you know, leave it, leave it if he's just scored. It you tends know? to be one of them. Things that divided right. our fans, didn't yeah, it? It doesn't oh. sit right with me that we clapped at all. You, you got fans clapping who've never seen us lift the trophy, you know, the guy who's just scored a goal, which potentially has knocked us out of the cup. And it did knock us out of the cup, but, you know, I don't know. I think it's just all these sitting in. You get less tolerant with things like well, that. But. It is respectful, yeah. It is respectful, and I get that. Of course, and we had a classy club like that, so it's, that is in our nature. But well, there's the nice same, and then there's nice. In the same breath, though, I'd say it's quite small-minded and yeah. a bit of a... Nicey, nicey mentality. Whereas I'd rather us beat beat them, be beating them five 0 And if Naismith gets a consolation, maybe then I'd give yeah. him a round of applause. Absolutely. But not when we go a goal down and then second half. You know, it wasn't much better, was it? And that, no. that other kid scored the wonder goal, Josh Murphy. But it was a terrific on the night. And yeah, that was where they to win it. Yeah, and it was just it was one of them. As you say, another another chance at silverware passes us by, and definitely is our. It's like some sort of hex on that, that competition. It's just, we've just never done anything in no, it. I, mean, mean, I think we were sitting here two seasons ago saying the same after we got beat 4 0 by Swansea, didn't we? Yeah. I'm saying the same thing that. in two seasons' time as well. It's just yeah. the League Cup on us. Very much like me and my ex wife last six months. Just, I'm not getting on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get one in, didn't I? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Ex-wife always gets a mention on these shows. Someone else should get a mention, but ex-wife always does. <laughs> well, that, that was probably... The, the, the Norwich game was being the start, hasn't it? The tipping yeah. point, shall we say, of, of what's followed. And 
Um, the negativity from that yeah. carried on, didn't it? Well and truly into Bournemouth, but different sort sort of team against Bournemouth, different sort of game. Um, again, disappointing display from Everton. Again, it's just horrible, wasn't it? Making a side who are probably, with all due respect, average look yeah. look half decent, which yeah. I thought we'd done against Norwich and. I think average is, is generous, to be honest, when you're describing Bournemouth. I'm not being snobby, but the, you know, there's not much to them, is there? They're, they're a good side, they knock it around a lot, but they shouldn't be hurting you no. in any way, shape. But not the way that we had You don't hear many Premier League sides, and I mean decent Premier League sides, going to Bournemouth and not winning. No, exactly. You know, they don't. Bournemouth will beat the clubs around them, and maybe the odd top 10 team you know and stuff like that but see what Arsenal done there that's the way you, you play at Bournemouth isn't it you know yeah. with that ruthlessness and stuff we just well we, we, whereas we saw that in, in, in numbers against Sunderland a ruthless yeah. streak we just didn't see it against Bournemouth and we did have a few chances I think Telefone missed the sitter Lukaku had chances but um, it was like save from Lukaku header wasn't it from yeah. goal. but it was one of them from the pictures you know straight at him and like it, you know. I think Barry was carrying a knock, but you know these aren't excuses. We ultimately we should we should be beating Norwich in midweek, whatever side we put up. We should be going to Bournemouth and at least getting a point uh, to keep yeah. the momentum going, really, because we were unbeaten up until the Norwich game and obviously unbeaten in the league up until the Bournemouth game. But we got up the cup and then the unbeaten run is comes crashing to an end on the south coast and it's it, it has it has resulted in a lot of negativity. And the deflation, I think then that led to increased anxiety to beat Palace, which, which you know, didn't happen, and now sort of everyone's levelled out on could do better. Mm. You know, it's like that, isn't it, the way I, I think it is with Everton right now. It's like, you know, Bournemouth, that was a perfect opportunity to bounce back and score three or four goals, feel good about ourselves again, get going again, forget everything that's happened in the League Cup for now. Um, but, you know, it's just, it just added to fucking... Uh, excuse me, like, it's just added to say it's the, the, the huge disappointment that was the knowledge game, wasn't it? You know? Definitely, and it's as I say, it's 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 built a bit of negative momentum. Whereas you know the five weeks probably that was, yeah. came before that, we were building positivity. We were thought you know we're, we're grinding out wins. Yeah. Then we can turn on the style. You know, we maybe people have said we weren't, we haven't played that many good sides. But you know, I thought we were more than a match for Tottenham on the opening day, and they're the only unbeaten side left in the league at the moment. Absolutely, look how no. they're playing. So real quality team, you know. Yeah, that, you know. I do feel like we, you know, we've shot ourselves in the foot a bit with that because you know, even if you, well, it's compounded by the fact that we travelled to Man City on Sat, you know, Saturday, exactly, yes. and they're, they're smashing everybody. The games so, get no easy though, do no, they don't. Um, but like you say, wins against Bournemouth, you know, and and Palace even that. Buffers, what is going to be a really difficult game at City, you know, where every chance we're going to get beat by a few if we don't perform to our very best, and we really do at the yeah, yeah, do we, you know? But we yeah. used to, we used to, got yeah. under more, you see. It was like the minute they got into the top four, we lost interest in trying to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> but we used to have, I think we won there three years on the spin, two and yeah. Just thinking back to last year when they. Uh, Barkley scored that worldy and then we went on to that was in the League Cup as well. League Cup, yeah. We beat them at Goodison on the Wednesday and then we got beat got turned over, didn't we? And it was just one after the other. Um Absolutely. so tangent. <laughs> tangent, yeah, as usual. An unhappy tangent. Rather let's look at the, the Palace game in more focus because it is the most recent game. Yeah. Um 
And it was a Friday night. It, yeah, was, it was being billed as a, you know, a, a one almighty party at Goodison. But I'll come to my views on the atmosphere and our supporters in a minute when you've had your say on the yeah. game. But uh, Lukaku gave us probably a deserved lead in the first half. We'd done yeah, all right, I've, didn't we? I've got to say, for, for absolute miserable ass like me, I was absolutely made up with the way we played first half. I yeah. mean, it sounds really... I thought we played great. Even the likes of Brian Oviedo was a bit of a yeah, scapegoat. He was doing well, wasn't quality, he? Quality. I, I thought Balassi done great first half. I thought he looked... You know, purposeful. He wasn't being, you know, play. Ax players normally play shite against the the former clubs, don't yeah. they? When they come up against them. But I thought he, he he looked really, you know, on it first half. Nothing second half, admittedly, but but first half I thought everything was everything was sound. I was more than happy first half. I thought one more goal. You always need that second goal, whatever. Always. Yeah. And when it doesn't come, we we always pay for it. But um, first half I was made up with it. The goal was well deserved. You know. Wall won't be so happy with itself with that goal, will it? But you know the way the way we played, I thought it was just just like what we needed yeah. uh, after the recent run of games. But so it was all it was all going well. I'd say a record against <laughs> Palace we looked authoritative against them yeah. in that first half. Well, we've got a poor record, but, haven't we? Oh, oh, ridiculous. Against them, eh? so we have Palace are a really good team. Everyone's played well this season against us, but Palace really looked the business, didn't they? You know, I thought they looked a real danger every time they went forward themselves, but. You know, whereas first half we, we were landing more punches than them, second half we kind of wilted a little bit. Mm. You know, but first half great, yeah, great free kick. But also more important to see Lukaku keep his goal scoring going now, you know, I get the feeling he's, he's not happy until then goals start coming in and then you see a different Lukaku. Yeah, he's good for Belgium as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not good in a drought, so I don't think he, he starts to get, get in a sulk, maybe starts you know, turning away to the Belgian media or whatever, but, yeah. you know, when he's in a goal-scoring uh, mode that he is now, he's, I think he looks a happy bully, doesn't he? Well, we need him to be in the goal-scoring yeah. mode, don't we? You know, someone else. We're looking around the team and there's not many other people chipping in with goals on that Everton side. No. I mean, and Gareth, Gareth, Barry Gareth is... Barry and Coleman have scored of late. But you can't be relying on them to, to, got, to, to get your goals. We've only scored one goal in our in our last three games, and yeah. that's being Lukaku free kick, so... That is a worry for me, you know, Dillafoe, Morales, yeah. not really not really cutting it, are they? Aaron Lennon's really? been in and out, he's, he's not really had a run of form. I think Aaron Lennon deserves, it sounds stupid, I don't know, but I think he deserves a place ahead of Morales and Dillafoe, a little chance. I just, I've been really unimpressed by Morales. He really got it off me after the, I think it was the Bournemouth game, where I didn't even know he was playing until he took a corner. On the stroke of a half time. Put it this way, one of them or one of them won't start against City. To no, the absolutely not. Yeah. No, cleverly or Lennon or someone yeah. will come in there. Um, I, I, Lennon should be a player that we. we should, I, I've done it great when he came on, but you know, under this new this new vision of Cumin, you think he'd be a player that would get left behind? You know, with with a new dynamic. I don't know. Lennon plays like that, but he's on his way down a little bit, isn't he? You know, but mm. I, I do think Delafoe and Morales have stunk it out badly. I mean, Delafoe's second half performance against Bournemouth was, was Ali Deer type. Mm. <laughs> That's why I thought it was that bad. Give him a note. It just hasn't, it just has not yet lived up to his potential since coming to England. I, I, to be fair to Koeman, he massaged his ego in, in, in pre-season, giving him every chance, didn't he? Playing him up front and giving him starts and, and I think he wanted to show him that he could play up front. Just, he looked okay in pre-season, nothing great, but he hasn't kicked on, has he, at all? No. Yeah. No, and I don't know what it's going to take because before you know I'm it... I'm not seeing my Barcelona maybe will happen. Yeah, to, to before you know it, he'll be 27. I um, know, and, um, and we're talking about him like we're talking about James Bond. 
He's been here for five years and he's hardly chipped he, in with anything. I can't well. believe, by the way, James Vaughan is only 28 and playing for Berry. Like, what yeah. happened there? <laughs> he's had a few clubs. That's it all, didn't Pace, power, should have had it all. Yeah, anyway. so, if you remember Tunnel Foe, remember that spell he went through with Lukaku, you know, where he just kept throwing the balls over those little yeah. little bit of back lift and he was whipping them in and Lukaku. Well, I can't remember what season that was. It may have been Martinez's first season, but. I can't remember him actually hitting a run of form since and getting any assists and goals. He's just the, massively underachieving yeah, at the moment. Yeah, that's Magnus' first season, the Christmas periods when we were beating Stoke 4-0 and, and Dalfour came on and took the game. He was the star of that game. And was was when he was in his pomp, I think. And then Morales sort of took it from there, didn't he, after Christmas when we, we won seven on the spin. That was mainly Morales and stuff. Mm. But Dalfour just... He was someone who I could not believe we got. After watching him in the Spain under-17 tournament that you get on them jag Eurosport channels when you're desperate for any kind of football. Yeah. He, was, he looked at the absolute bomb playing for Spain in that tournament. And when we, we, we signed him that, that summer, I couldn't get over it. Yeah. How Barcelona would even let him go. He looked ready for, for to be joining Messi and, and the likes then. Mm. But you can, you know, Barcelona don't let real good players go. It's as simple as that. Isn't it? He's obviously got a million and one floors. <laughs> and, and now we've got it. We've got to iron them out, but it's going to take more than a morphy riches, I think. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just. Uh, I'm looking at your name, pilot. No, I'm only asking. <laughs> he's just. He is just underachieving, and he's you know flattering to deceive. But him and Morales are the likes. They coast in and out of seasons and games, and it's yeah. it's frustrating as hell because we know the good players. But against Palace was no different, really. Um, Delafoe didn't get a start, but I thought Morales. It, it, he just looked disinterested, didn't he? he didn't yeah. make an impact. I don't I don't think he'd done anything of note. He had maybe 25 minutes, second half, was it? He came on a sub. It's not like... He uh, didn't have any kind of impact. It's not you're bringing him on for a spark or anything. And as you say, against Bournemouth, it was just... I didn't even know he was in the game. And surely a player like Kevin... You can Ross, tell when they don't fancy it, can't you? Yeah. You can just tell when right he's away, like a player. I don't get it. Someone it. said it. it's stupid that a player has to get up for any game. That's yeah. his job. Yeah. That's like me and you saying, we only get up for a Friday and work. Because yeah. it's the weekend, you know. That's yeah. we have to do it every single day, whether we like it or not. So if you're paid seventy grand a week, what a hundred and seventy grand a week nowadays. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're playing Wimbledon or or Arsenal or whoever. You you you've got to do your job. Yeah. I just don't get it. You'd be up for certain games. Yeah. Every day's the same in work for me. It's a lot of shite, but I have to get up nonetheless and go and try my best. It must it must <laughs> frustrate the likes out of the like the likes of your Jagielkas and your, uh, your yeah. Gareth Barrys who. I think even they, they, they keep a level of consistency and professionalism throughout games, and they're not in the game to create and score no. goals. And there's a lot more pressure on attacking players. Well, there, there isn't a lot more pressure, but they're the ones in the more. Yeah, the line, like. I mean, massive hero, my legends, but Duncan Ferguson is exactly the same. Yeah, when he didn't look asked, and it was mainly when the likes of you know Wimbledon and, and Coventry yeah. rolled into town, we'd end up getting turned over. He didn't, just didn't look bothered. Yeah, you know. But, the big the games. It's the quite you love him as well. He did in the big games, I guess. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Palace, it was it was uh, it was definitely a game of two halves. Ben he scored a fantastic header, didn't he? And again nailed on the a Liverpool player. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, it, it was a really good header though. Uh, it was. He's in half place. Our defending could have been a lot better. Stecklenberg probably came in for a bit of criticism against Palace. First time he's maybe looked a bit 
If he, yeah, it didn't look assured, did he? And some yeah. few little mistakes that added to it, the pressure that Palace were putting on us. And yeah, and when with their movements and attack and threat. They really were fluid, weren't yeah. they? You know, punching and... Townsend is Townsend a good Townsend was player, excellent, yeah. I thought he was really good. And Ben Teche, he's a smart addition. When they've got Zaha there as well, they'll, they'll do all right, Palace won't do, you know. I think that surprised a lot of people. They brought Johan Kabay off the bench, and I think that's a sign of they've got a bit of strength there. See, in my head, I still play Crystal Palace the name when we used to smash them 4-0 in the early 90s and everyone used to beat them, but they're, they're a really good team. They've got they, some good players. They deserve respect and, and, you know, and a lot of praise because as much as I hate that fella, he's done, done well. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tit, isn't he? Turned it round a little bit, because they had a bad start. Well, the thing is with them, they'll go away uh, disappointed with that because they, they should have won it early, that yeah. Damien Delaney had a... Uh, Pretty Absolutely. much a replica of the Benteke scenario, wasn't it? And uh, when it nestled, we thought, here we go, they're going to get all three points on the road. Ruled role. out. Ruled out, and probably wrongly so. Absolutely. Yeah, there was not much wrong with that goal, was there? I'm trying to remember, there was a lot of ale consumed that day. I did watch the game, and stuff yeah. sitting in the upper glasses. <laughs> but you're right, it was uh, fortunate for us that we got away with that classic Everton. Couldn't just turn up and be be dominant and win three and send everybody back to the back. On a Friday night, I yeah. know. But this, this is a, shine off it. a draw's better than not, nothing, um, especially on the back of two defeats. Yeah, it kind of levelled it out. And, and now we go, we have to start again in City. No better place, really, to, to kick. I mean, it's, it's such a crap thing, because nine times out of ten you get turned over. But there is no better place to start than Man City away. If you win that game, you know... Well, that's it. You, you know, I do you, think City can be got at. I don't think they well, we, we know John Stones can be got. We're, we're <laughs> He's been got that plenty of times in an Everton shit. They're on the back of a defeat, aren't Yeah. Um, against Tottenham. No, Guero. Is, is Guero still out? So? He's, he's in and out all the time. And yeah, he's actually your, a real player. You don't know whether to put him in your fancy team because he's, he's in one week out the next. But I'm sure they've got Bayern Munich a few days after us, so... Hopefully Pep will do us a favour and he'll rest Hopefully. eight players. Eight, uh, nine players. You know, Silva, Aguero, De Bruyne, <laughs> Sterling. Pep, Just all the, uh, not the way telling you how to do your job, mate, but I think you're going to need them for Bayern Munich. Hopefully. <laughs> um, but just finishing off on the Palace game, Mark, yeah. um, it was built a bit of a party central, wasn't it? Well, from what I read, it seemed like everyone was... By really me, pretty much. I was never looking forward to a game so much. Yeah, and it, 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 was, a, it was a bit of a, a novelty going to go to someone on Friday night. It and was, I thought, yeah. Usually when, when everyone has been a night game, you know, especially at the weekend, attached to the weekend, the Saturday evening game, yeah, notoriously decent atmosphere-wise. But uh, I just noticed when I got in, Goodison, I thought, it's flat, isn't it? It was yeah. really flat, and I don't know whether that's because we were on the back of two defeats. Um, I don't know. I thought with, with everyone with a few ales down, and, yeah. Uh, the end, that, it was almost like the. It was like a. It felt like a Monday night game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? See, no, I linked. I linked the Everton atmosphere to one in the in the mid nineties when I was season ticket holder, Big Duncan sticking it in past Liverpool and all that. It was. It was like I'm not saying it was like it was like worldy and all that, right? But the atmosphere was always up, and we had such a bad team back then. You know what I mean? It was nothing yeah. to shout at. Um, and there was that core of people in the Gladys Street who got it going and stuff like that, but that, that core is gone now. I do think, you know, we talk about Leal, when we went to Leal, the designated carpenters, I think we're in desperate need for something like that. But that, that core of people who's got everything started, see now the sad thing is that Everton, when you start singing or, or you join in with the singing, a lot of people turn around and look at you. 
It's as almost if, as if as if it's three a.m. in the morning and they have work. It's almost frowned upon, which is uh, which is ridiculous. Why are you sitting in the Gladys Street if you don't want to hear singing? No. Isn't it? That's yeah. like saying it goes to the cop and you don't like you know loud noises. It's not silent scene. I'm trying to get it out that there's no atmosphere. But <laughs> it's right though, Mark, and it, it's not a new thing, right? No. This isn't a new thing, the Goodison, and I know the isn't. club. I think the club are reaching out to certain people to to potentially, you know, yeah, gain a bit of feedback as to what could potentially change. Yeah. To help the atmosphere because at the end of the day, there's yeah. not many Premier League grounds that can get forty thousand. In, in such a close proximity to the exactly. pitch, we're it's not, not making the most of it. We're not a West Ham, um, <laughs> we're not a new stadium, we're, we're a traditional <laughs> British football ground, which we should be embracing that. Now, obviously when Everton are doing better on the pitch, there is a lot more atmosphere generated, there's a lot more of a buzz around the place, but my mentality on Friday was, I'm coming in here, right, and I was buzzing, I thought, end of the week, had a few scoops for let's go in here and let's fly at these and have a yeah. real go. You know, yeah. point, a point to point, I wasn't too downbeat about that. I thought I'll take that. I'd rather yeah. take that than that. Delaney had to be allowed and we're on the back of a third defeat on the road. Absolutely. So yeah. I, t- I tried to have a bit of perspective, but going in there, I, thought, I just thought this this has got the potential to turn into a really horrible Friday night. This. Yeah, it has. Just because... <laughs> Half, there's a lot of our fans who are losing their heads after five, ten minutes screaming, and Ross Barkley's a name on the end of everyone's. And I thought Ross Barkley done great first half. But even even there. before the game, like we all have a laugh and joke and stuff on Twitter. But when it, when the team sheet was announced, like there was people having full on meltdowns about Tom Cleverley and Brian Oviedo starting, but they started for a reason. Apparently, Delafoe got stuck on a motorway or something, didn't he? Or his car yeah. broke down, so otherwise he probably would have started. In Tom Cleverley's place, but ironically, Oviedo goes on to be one of the standout performers, in my opinion. So, and, but Cleverley's presence added to a very, if you ask me, a very dominant mm-hmm. Everton performance in that first half. It was, you know, without being totally dominant, it, it was. It, I thought we were we were imposing enough, absolutely mm-hmm. on Palace. You know, it didn't do we much wrong in the first that. half. Put it that way. No, I'm not a Tom Cleverley fan either, by the way. But it was horses for courses, and we seemed to do well first half. See, I just, I just thought we go in there, and I'm not saying you've got to have a load of ale down, you to have an atmosphere, but we go in there and everyone's upbeat on a Friday night at Goodison. We've not, we don't have these. No. Let's be up for it in front of the cameras against Palace. We always have a decent game against them, um, but it, it just failed to get going. And I just think once said cars dies down, then players must think, fucking hell, you know, they can have talk the talk these Evertonians, right? But once the, once we're inside the ground, you just don't see it. And Crystal Palace. Or here, it's like Crystal Palace fans are just one of a number who just take we're taking the Mickey out of the lack yeah. of atmosphere. And I always think like Scousers are always loud, arty in your face people, but you know, up for a laugh and up for a sing song. Yeah. And I'm let's be honest, some parts, majority is Scousers. Yeah. Um, unlike some. Um, <laughs> but it, it just it's it goes the other way inside the crowd. It's like these little clicks of people. It's like. Yeah, honestly, panicking. Where I was sat, there was people panicking and screaming at players losing possession or you know maybe not going full throttle in a tackle. Lukaku not winning the head. It was full on meltdowns. I know I get as frustrated as the next man, but there was there was both you know men standing up arguing in that second half, and I'm thinking, fucking get a grip. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I I I do believe that. There's a lot of frustrated Evertonians out there, and I'm one of them, and you're one of them. But yeah, we but do need to channel it in a more of a, 
a together. No, way. you have to have a sense of perspective. I don't even know the point I'm trying to make, but no, I know what you're saying. It's like we're it's like we're not happy unless we're we're dwelling in this 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 fume, this angst. We need it. We need it. It's it's what it's, it's what's part of our bloody. That's what happens to a club when you go 21 years without winning a trophy. Maybe maybe so. And I've I've used the word like grieving after the Martinez here, and I do think that's maybe sent some of our fans heads west. And yeah. I don't know what to think. They don't know what to expect. Well, it's like on another day we turn up there and we beat Palace three 0 Yeah. And Goodison's booming. Um, but you know it wasn't to be, and I think it's a bit naive for our fans to think that everything's just going to change overnight. Something they were that thirsty for success that we're now seeing. You know we had a real solid start to the season. We're that desperate for success now that we're not we're not keeping ourselves grounded when we do well, and I'm the worst for it. Absolutely. You know, and it goes the other way when when we're not playing well as well. But I think with that with that desperate to do well, that the first signs that we are doing well, we run amok. And then when it when it invariably falls down because we're not the finished article, then then people get there's no sense of balance there, there's no there's no perspective. So it's either extreme high or extreme low because we think, oh foxy, we're not shit, we're not we're not gonna do well. It's a panic because we haven't done anything for so long. We just wanna see everything. Be the old Everton that we all grew up and watched on, on you know, our Alfels and Granddads that told us about. We're all desperate for that. That's, that's my take on it. See, I walked out and there was two lads and one of them was going, shite, absolutely shite Everton. And the other one was like kicking the cladding, like with his frustration that he may be, you know, pissed or not. It doesn't matter. And I'm thinking, what? Are you watching the same match? Like, I do, I do think that, I don't know whether it's an age thing, but I do think yeah. that. Um, looking at the league position and how we've set our stall out for this season, I do believe we're in a good place and I sound like a broken record saying it, but no, yeah, I do yeah. think there is a bit of perspective required. There's a lot of teams that I'd snap our hands off if we offered them our position where we are. Yeah. We've got a, we've got some dough now. We've got potential for the the, uh, yeah. the King's Dock. They're not the King's Dock, the new stadium. Where am I going with that? <laughs> the, the new stadium. We've got the, a, the different, Batman, a different yeah. way of recruiting with Steve Walsh. Cooman, he's well liked. You know, you've got to listen to fans of other clubs who. who Really speak again, highly gave another excellent interview with Carragher, I thought. Exactly, and I think, I, I agree with Everton, say there's a lot of hard work to be done, with, which is why some of our fans need to realise that it'll take more than four or five months for this hall to change around, yeah. and it might take more than four or five transfer windows for us to change yeah. the squad round and have an overhaul. And it, it, the th- you've, you've seen this season, look at Leicester, you yeah. know, look, at, look, at, look at Tottenham, look at Arsenal, it's the same, it's the sort of same... It's not working out for Leicester as it did last season. No. Whereas it looks like the same old faces could be in and around the top four. Yeah. Look at United, though, they've had a wobble. I'm sure they lost three on the bounce, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So Alford, uh, three it, times. It, it's, yeah. All, it's all like momentums and fits and starts. See, we, had our, yeah. we had our run of consistency and we've lost that now. But it's an hour we come back from there and yeah. we had to go to City on Saturday with our heads held high. Yeah. Not all having a meltdown because we, we couldn't manage to beat Palace. And, you know, you're right though I'm not blaming our fans for results on the pitch but on Friday I was more annoyed with our fans than I was ever yeah that's that's, all I'm going to say about it you you expected when you go to one game you you kind of get you kind of get hopeful or delusional even that that you're going to get Ferguson all fire type of nights we all think that because I I do when I when I go to Evan at night it's like could be one of them nights you know where where the house the, the roof lifts off and there is no better sight than and go to sun under the lights. There really isn't. It's it's a beautiful place, but uh, when when things are, it really doesn't take long for that frustration to kick in. And for me, that's down to total 
and also desire for Everton to 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 do to really start doing things on the pitch. Mm. It's, that's that's my frustration anyway. But what what I want to say that quick is that in the past we've had this frustration and no guarantee that it's going to change. Now we have to believe now that things aren't going to change. Things yeah. it is a slow process, but things are in place for things to change for us big time. So we have that's that's what's keeping me saying. Oh, if you read me tweets, I'm sure I'm not that saying, but. You know, that's what it is. Now there is a vision behind us. There is a, a drive behind it. So we really, that should should, should give us more patience than, than what we're showing right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a transitional journey that yeah. begun with Koeman's appointments. And since then, the, 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 the landmark moments, it was his appointment, the signs were made, Walsh's appointments, talk of the stadium. Now, this, this season is a landmark in itself. Yeah. But the season's nine months. You know, we're in the first seven games. We're in the first week in October, and I do really, um, you know, I can't see what will happen in the future. We could finish tenth. I I really don't know, but I'm I'm confident that there's a plan to make Everton yeah in the top four, and and who knows even better in in the coming years. But it will take time. Yeah, and I I just believe that as much as I was annoyed we we got beat against Norwich, and you know we we slipped a defeat at Bournemouth, and we couldn't manage to beat. Palace, all is not lost and no. far from it. And I, I do, I do scratch my head when I when I see and hear some Evertonians' views. And I'm not saying by any stretch that I'm right in everything I say, but no, they did do me head in on that Friday, and I couldn't wait to get out of there in the end. You just wondered the character of the place has changed over the years. Absolutely, Evan. You know, it's just it's not as raucous, so there's not as many people up for singing as they used to be. You know, up in the upper classes where we sit, it's like you can hear the people trying to get it going in the bladders and then you know but really for us to be go doing anything we need we need a really bad referee decision within 30 seconds for us yeah. to get going just to it's, get it's us always the same with us yeah. we need a really bad it's almost worth doing send someone off after 10 seconds 15 seconds no of course that's stupid but because an, ang- an angry the Goodison, only thing that gets us going an angry Goodison can have a really positive oh, effect absolutely, yeah. it's absolutely I remember Blackburn at home thing with down to 9 men all got all kinds of keepers sent off and BT's going with one one now. One of the best, a totally random game. One of the best atmospheres I've ever been part of. Purely down to the fact that the referee sent to a uh, goalkeeper. Off. Not you know, not a, a silent Goodison, which everyone's tearing their hair out every five every five yeah. minutes because someone loses a ball or whatever. It's just I do feel that. Well, some even people even the very best teams, the ball gets miscontrolled. I just believe that some of our supporters need to channel the frustrations a bit better. Than probably what they've done in the past few weeks with with the results, but yeah. again, you know, supporters get excited, and as yeah. much as as much as I'm speaking positively, I, I got carried away under Martinez's first season, and probably stupid, stupid, stupidly, um, but it, it's hard not to, isn't it? But looking back on that, I probably would have thought, well, I'm gonna judge him, yeah, and then you know, I won't get too excited or too ahead of myself, but I probably did, and yeah. then it made this two seasons that followed even worse to take, yeah. Absolutely. So at the moment, I'm just I'm willing to to just see how it pans out before I start flapping. Same here. I've flapped enough for everyone the last two years and moaned enough, complained enough, trying to keep it level-headed. You know, you can't be honest and say I'm pissed off for that. I'm fine, but you know, don't be tweeting the manager and stuff like that. It's just ridiculous. Mm. You know, don't where's that guy? You just highlighting to everyone. Need a balance. 
<laughs> the thing is, he missed out. He missed out on transfer targets as well, didn't he? Yeah. Which is frustrated everyone. Which is obvious because that, yeah. people would like, oh, we haven't spent as much as we thought we would. Which is. And I didn't really wanted to, didn't they? Yeah. I'm not buying that they didn't want to. I'm sure a lot of work went into it, and we did sign a decent group of players. But we we need more. Look at looking at that squad. We need more. And a lot more. Up front. You know, a third of that squad probably wouldn't be at the club if. Koeman have been in charge a few years back, you know, in no, terms absolutely. of the time they were recruited. They've been brought in to maybe make up the numbers and they're on big contracts and for some reason, it's you know, some of them may just stay because there's no interest in them. And or because they don't wages. want to move, they want to stay on the money they want. Exactly, exactly. You know, but whereas that again is a transitional thing that Koeman will address in the years You can't do it overnight. Yeah, yeah no. you can't. And that's the thing with modern day football, everyone wants instant success, but I do, I do a... Uh, I, have, I do have confidence in it. Everyone does, but ultimately only a few teams win trophies. Only a few. Really. Hannah yeah. picked top four and maybe the odd team out of the top six will win the League Cup and stuff like that. So only at the end of the day a few teams win trophy. We have to believe that we, we've got that vision behind us now to make us one of them few teams yeah. that win the yeah. trophy. That's why we have to be cool now. You know, and, and it's hard because we, we, we desperately want us to do well. And we're sitting at that lot over there rubbing our noses in it. We are. Um, so... We just have to, unfortunately, our best weapon is patience. It's so shit to say, but that's, that really is the case. Yep. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> best weapon is patience. Well, I need to stop knocking the deer around you, people. It's just, <laughs> it, is, it is tough because we all, we all, we've all waited so long, but you, you don't know what this season holds. You, no. None of us know, so let's just see how it pans out. Um, and I'd still say the same if we lost against Man City. And, yeah. and Drew with Burnley, I'd still, I'd still have confidence that this can be a good season, and we're going to have a good future under this manager. Yeah. So absolutely. So we'll see how the rest of the month pans out in the rest of the season. You know, we'll beat City three 0 and lose to Burnley. <laughs> no one Everton. <laughs> yeah. No one Everton. But um, absolutely, we've covered most of the games there. Obviously, we've, we've we've looked at the Palace game in a bit more detail, but without doing you know huge reviews of, of each. But yeah. we did ask the supporters, didn't we, for a review of the season so far, which it is what? How about Seven eight? games old. Seven games, which is about eight or nine weeks into the season, are we? I think so, yeah. This international football has made me feel like we played 20 games, but we've only played seven. It's ridiculous, isn't you it? You really need to do all the international football in the summer. You know, when... when Ten games back to back, like it's a knockout, lads. In fancy yeah. ten days, ten international games. Get them all up suddenly, and then then we can all have our season in peace. Because this, quite frankly, is ridiculous. Well, we we asked supporters to give their we did. three word review. Three word review. Yeah, um, we're going to read some out some out as we usually do the tweets. So we do. we've got steady steady Addy. That's just put room for improvement. I think we can all agree on that one. Uh, Kieran Sloan. Uh, it's put up and down. Yeah, again, that's that's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, Toffee Nick has put a uh, great till September. Um, Coma, it's just a guy and a gay. <laughs> 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 he's he's depth lately, hasn't he? He's not. It's almost a shock when when he doesn't play ten out of ten, isn't it? You know. We, this first month, he was just unreal, wasn't he? he? Could have given him the match for everything. So. Oh, but he's set his standards. Incredible. You see, it's another. One. The focus is on him. He needs to. To keep up for the rest of the season, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, our Ben's put it uh, onto us and getting there slowly. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, and then let's see a few more. We've had 
Um, Casey just whacked me out on your cupboard there. Casey's but uh, fans need patience. That's what we're trying to say, isn't it? I agree with that, Casey. Uh, you're not going to get many who sort of... It's such a... You know, it's not what fans want to hear, but it is the only way. Um, Caldy, seven, that's put only 11 players. True. Said so, that about that. There's not much behind. It's it's worrying. Um, with Lukaku getting a bit of a knock for Belgium and Jagielka getting a bit of a knock for England and Romero Funes Mori talking about leaving. It's just like... Where, where are we going to be next summer in terms yeah. of or, or in terms of the, the transfer window in January? We're, we're going to have to bolster ideally. You know, the, obviously, Enna Valencia is not going to be a long term option. Aruna not Kone, now, isn't Aruna <laughs> Kone and, and Nias are just not the answer. No, let's be honest. So, Tom so, Cleverley's not going to have much of an impact this season, neither is Oviedo. So, you're looking at the ones who are disappointing is Manalas Telephone, Ross Barkley, and they're the ones who we're going to rely they're on. They're the ones who we need. And Lukaku, if he gets injured, we're yeah. goosed. Honestly, we're goosed if he gets injured. Alan Price also just said that the squad needs strengthening, and we all agree on that one definitely. But like you say, behind. There'll never be Lukaku a time when Everton's exactly squad. There'll never be a time when Everton's squad doesn't need strengthening. No, there never will be, right? And I think that's the, that's the same for every squad, to be honest. That even yeah. the best squads will always look to improve. But I, I have to say, I was watching the reserves, who are doing excellent, by the way. Really, sort of feel good story about the club, aren't they? The youth. Yeah. Um, and and the Asi and Calvert Lewin, the signing from Sheffield United, were up front the against Liverpool. Yeah, and Calvert Lewin streets ahead of the Asi. Yeah. I've never seen a player like the Asi. He scored, but the ball hit him rather than him hit it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was more the quality of the ball in rather than the finish that got the goal. But, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to, to sort of see him excel on that level, which you think he would. But nothing. Absolutely atrocious, really. He's not, ball he'll, he'll get off in January, yeah. Yeah, he's like a really bad... He's like, if Amakachi and Bakayoko as a kid together and, and like he took the worst parts of Amakachi which was his control and Bakayoko which was just his all round okay. cokeheadedness <laughs> 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 and they've spawned oh my the ass but yeah no, it's, it was, it's like that and I love Amakachi <laughs> there is some there's some good young players there and as the season progresses we we, we did think we'd see a bit more of the uh, Tom Davises and the Kieran yeah. Dahls and um, he, he looked different John, class John Joe Kenny signed a new deal hasn't he yeah and maybe we will later on in the season see a bit more but we may not have a choice because the squad's like that you know well, what I mean I, that, that's after the Bournemouth game I really said rather than these Deadwood players scars with Log Cabin we could build Log Cabins all round that wall yeah. and some back with the amount of Deadwood we've got was, was, was to get the youngsters to try ahead of these types of players you know just, surely there's better coming through we are Absolutely owning it um, at youth level, aren't we? Everywhere, you know. So it's like, why don't we give them a chance? There's Liam Walsh, who apparently is, you know, better than any of them. Mm. Together, they're not getting all of him. I don't know. But even against Knowledge, there was not not no, nice much there. No, no. Well, look at Calvert Lewin. Looks a real good player. He's got two goals for England in midweek as well. You know, which is going to help his confidence. Do you, do you remember the last game of the season last season when we saw Davis? Davis. Kenny played, didn't he? Um, Tom Alan Baldy, who was on the day. Who's the other lad who, who, who's named was the season? Callum Connolly came in, didn't Callum he? Callum Connolly. Right and all of these lads looked more than up for it. And then yeah. we sent Luke Garbutt out on loan. None of the others really went on loan, did they? No, he Con- got lunch from who's. I think he's gone now, hasn't he? He's lunch. gone, yeah. yeah. Con- Conor McElhaney's still there, who must be about 40. He's due a testimonial, he hasn't played a game. It's just. <laughs> 
<laughs> is he going to make it? Or, he must see something. See, though. Conor McIlhenny is older than Lukaku. We all know that. It's a famous stat. So he's clearly not going to make it at Everton, is he? Well, why is he still there? Then? Exactly. It's like they well, can't get rid of him or something. On somebody there. His mum must be a cleaner there or something. There. Yeah, maybe like Forrest Gump. The mum's like the yeah. you know got the head teacher around most nights. Well, maybe he's got some inside information, so he's got a confidentiality agreement, and he has to stay at the club. <laughs> There's a few like that, I believe. Um, but yeah, the, the the youth side of it is is good. The squad side for the first team isn't great. First eleven is as good as it's been for a long time. I'd agree with the comments there. But yeah. in terms of a review, there's people saying work in progress and you know yeah. until September. Um, you can't really disagree with them, can you? No, not is there any others? That's about it, mate. It's a slow response. Only asked about ten minutes ago, but I think yeah. the general gist is we have to be patient. Yeah, well, we. I've done a, a poll before, don't usually do them. Yeah. Um, over 700 people voted. Um, just basically said, yeah. season so far, what what do you think? Yeah. And uh, 31% said we were doing well and it was a positive start to the season. Yeah. 66% said we're doing okay but we must do better. Superb. And 3% said we're doing poorly. Oh, so I feel like I'm on an episode of You Bet. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go, that's, no, the, result, right, that's the results of the poll. I wouldn't say poorly, um, 13 no, points from 7 games isn't poor, um, whichever way we got the points, 13, you know. It's, I think it's 14 it's, points, isn't it, man? Is it, yeah, apologies, yeah, it's yeah. 14, I mean, 2 points a game, the old saying was, used to win you the title. <laughs> so gonna win still them. time, yeah. There's still time, yeah, we'll be city, listen, it's going to be fine. Maybe Umar will start banging him in and the other 21s and he'll come back in. I've seen a headline, but I, was, I think I was bevied at the time, it said that I'll fire Cuban into the Champions League. Was that a, a, a Sky Sports kind of joke or a Sky be. Sports joke? <laughs> Either way, it's not funny. But, <laughs> so there you go, that's the discussion over in terms of uh, activity on the pitch. Yeah. As for our fans' reviews, to give them... And there's a few other bits and bobs that we'll just cover in that before we look at Edge City. Yeah. Um, Gareth Barry, 600 games we've already mentioned. Yeah. Um, but still doing know, the business, isn't he? Still, you know, he has. No, I'd say, yeah, absolutely. Being realistic, he's dropped off it a little bit the last game or two, but I'm not going to hold that against him. He's, he's, there's players he's been, he's sort of been bailing out a little bit, hasn't he? But thought him, him and Garner had a really encouraging start to the season, didn't they? You know, but Barry, you can tell, is different class on the ball. You can tell he's the most skillful player in this. I would, I would argue that he is the most skillful. I think he's got more skill to him than, than Delfo. He's just Look, looking as chiselled as ever. Ever looks hurried on the ball. Never looks rushed. Never looks panicky. Never has always got time, which is you know the, the ultimate sign of a good player. And and he's just a different class. Yeah, and I can't believe they're saying this after you know we hounded him so much. Madness first, second season, wasn't it? You know. Yeah, he, had, he had a nightmare though, didn't he? But it was like uh, in the midst of a nightmare for everyone. And yeah. He was in the middle of the park and he looked he looked five yards behind it's the almost pace, like, didn't he? It's almost like the players' attitudes and performances were that a null void second and third seasons because that manager was that bad. You know, things had took a massive turn for the way straight after that, that we finished fifth. You know, it's it's almost like that, isn't it? You know. It is and He's uh, he he put it right probably in Martinez's third season, Barry didn't he? And yeah. Player of the season, I think he was. Um, he's carried that on this season, but his six hundred games is is a unique achievement. Really, he's only a handful of players, isn't it, that have that have done that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'll go on to you know maybe play another few hundred as well. He's got no sign. Of there's no there's no sign of him tired. There's no sign of him. Yeah. 
why not? I mean, you know, as long as he's fit and he can, can perform at that level, why not? Yeah. Um, Seamus Coleman. Yeah. He, he's captain in his country now and he got his first goal in last week. Made up for him. Made up for him. You want the classic sort of me to, to bring it down right to the so how I see it is not the same player that we had a few years ago. He's lost that, that edge, hasn't he, going yeah. forward a little bit. Although the, the signs for Coleman and Baines have been positive this season, haven't Yeah, they? but it's clear that to a degree age is, is catching up with them a little bit. I know, they're, I know Coleman's not, not old at all, but he was that, he was that vibrant and that innocent when he came on and on the ball and, and just beating players for fun down the right. You do expect it every time he gets over the ball. He doesn't do it so much now as he cuts in a lot and... You know, whips it in early rather than try and beat the player. But he's a, I'm made up for He's been a good servant, hasn't he? He's been a really good, really good player for Everton. He's, he's matured. He's matured. He has. Now he's the captain. captain of his country. You've got to be made up for him. If, yeah. you, if you look at the Everton back line and think we've got Holland's number one goalkeeper now, he's number one, isn't yeah. he? Stecklenberg. What a Coleman, by that one. Irish right back is yeah. uh, captain of his country. Yeah. Ashley Williams, captain of his country. Jack Elka. We all know he's the captain of the club. Yeah. And Leighton Baines is just the captain of coolness. Um, <laughs> captain of like the guitars on a Sunday morning. So yeah, Seamus <laughs> Coleman is, is is doing really well for his country. Um what else do we need to discuss? Oh I know. Enna Valencia. Enna Valencia. I mean, you've either got to take your hat off to him or scream abuse at him. There's there's no middle ground here. I mean, as a dad myself, I think it's a lousy trick to, to be trying to get out of playing CSA, particularly when you're on that much money. You know, when he's, he's obviously earning a fortune. But to uh, to fake an injury in a game, and he did it dramatically, <laughs> to go in an ambulance. Should sign up for that. To, I mean, I mean, all I had based <laughs> off was some of the OJ Simpson car chase, you know, CSA chasing him for, for, for mispayments and stuff like that. Tell you what, my dad wasn't that creative. <laughs> apparently though the story is he paid 30 grand or something maintenance and she wants more she wants now more. even though she spent down on a watch in a car apparently this is his comeback yeah but the whole the whole thing around it is just so funny well, I mean, does, does Anatomians John Merrill I think was saying get rid of him and, and, and just get rid of that and all the people going no you know, it's not what he does off the pitch, it's what he does on it. Well, he's not really doing it on the pitch either, is he, to be fair? But no, he, he hasn't. What he, do you do? I mean, I mean, it's such a strange one. We are a proud football club. I mean, do we do we get rid of a player because he's missing payments on his kids? Or? Oh, they won't get rid, they're not going to get rid of him. He'll come back, he'll be in the squad only for the City game if he's available. Um, it's a tricky one. It's a funny one. We should have made more jokes about it, but I, I really can't think on it. That way, with the oxygen mask yeah. and all that and I mean, I've never seen two put two busies run so slowly like jogging down the side of the pitch it's all right. there was a fracas outside apparently wasn't it wasn't, wasn't yeah. it outside the grounds with them he's just he's, he's, with the, the breathing mask yeah. I, I, I like to think someone's someone's run over and said what on earth's the problem and someone's gone won't pay maintenance yeah <laughs> Imagine that though, you know, it's like Sunday League stuff that, isn't it? Just, yeah, yeah, it is, like that, plod. getting carried off in a wheelbarrow, it's yeah. that type of thing. The plods are waiting to arrest you, but you know, you just go down in a heap. Next That's not a bad trick. I think you'll see like smackheads all around uh, Stanley Road and all that, mate. Coppers coming down, taking an injury, get <laughs> stretched off using like a uh, scaffolding board or something that's laying around. Somehow know. I think that's been tried before. <laughs> but yeah. Big Anna, we thought we'd mention you. There's always one signing, right, that, that, that's famed for something off the pitch that's been rather on it. They actually be arrested. 
I think he should be arrested for crimes against football, to be honest. He actually got arrested, didn't he? Like, back, back earlier in the year and for having yeah, a, yeah. beaten up his wife or something. That, like. That's right, yeah. That's and right. Then, I wish he'd show... I mean, it's disgusting, don't get me wrong, but if we're going to make light of it, he should show the same kind of anger on the pitch because the man of a player. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm joking. That's, you know... Just I just think Roberto Martinez just decided to leave one in the title for us there and not flush it. <laughs> you got him having have a murder with his bird, the other one's not paying maintenance and Coney's just riding around on an elephant somewhere. He's a according <laughs> to his Instagram. Still yeah. un unbelievable. He's always got some sort of robe on, hasn't he? Yeah. In some other country. You never you never see him. It's almost know. like there's, there's every time I see him on Instagram, it's like a coming to America where you make his, his in production. Well, it's yeah. not quite happening. Yeah. And yeah, he's got two goals for the season, Coney. Sitting on two goals yeah. in the League Cup. He'll sit yeah. on that all season as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sit, not pretty. In terms of other things, before we wrap up, Mark Jagielka and Lukaku um, reportedly got injuries. Well, Jagielka has. Yeah. Um, Lukaku, Pat Matthew <laughs> have a knock. Tends to shake them off. I don't know. Well, his toe was it his toe? I think. I think so. Yeah, and it's worrying though, isn't it? It is because they're, they're, they're two players who we really can't do without um, at the moment. Lukaku, you know, it's just scandalous that we've got zero cover behind him, and we haven't got any cover behind him. Have we? Let's have it right. There's nothing behind him, so we, he can't afford to get into toe. Whatever's happening with him, they'll be they'll be racing around the clock to get him fit. Mm. Definitely, he tends to bounce back from these little knocks pretty quickly doesn't he so hopefully he'll be alright well we've got City on Saturday yeah. um, before we go to Burnley and then we've got West Ham that should be so you think that's another one like talking about the atmosphere there's like this little bit of rivalry with West Ham they're having a bad time that's we've got a them on a Sunday haven't we and on, at the end of the month yeah. you think everyone will be up for that but you'll go and it'll just be like See, yeah, the thought in your head is always grander than what actually happens in the stands. Yeah, and everyone will be blamed because it's a Sunday and no one's up for it. Whereas, no. playing West Ham on a Sunday on a telly at the end of the month should be well up for it. And it's a chance to, after the start they've had, it's a chance yeah. to, to sort of nail them a little bit, isn't it? After, you know, them looking down on us mm. last season, and they were looking down on us, the fans they were laughing at us and stuff like that. Forgetting that their own history is nothing to boast about. You know, for a third place finish. <laughs> After watching Leicester win the league last season, as uh, I'd be keeping quiet if that was my history. But you know, yeah, it's a chance, isn't it? You know, there is a rivalry there. They do think they are better than us for some reason. God knows why. But it's a chance to nail them. It's a chance to say, you know, you know, last year was a complete fluke. You know, we're going to finish it above us again. Mm. You know, it's, it's that's what I hated about Martinez. You had real shite clubs owning it over us. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, there was that time where three games left where West Brom leapfrogged us. <laughs> Ridiculous, isn't it? It's you know, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I mean, fair deeds to West Brom, but you know, we should be aiming higher than that. But thankfully, we are now. Well, we've got. We'll look ahead to Burnley next week, um, yeah. which will be a tough game. That, but the Man City game is going to really be tough, and yeah, um, their winning streak has come to an end, or unbeaten streak, shall we say? Yeah, uh, City, but they're still obviously a fantastic side with a fantastic coach and. They've got some really good players, so it'll be a tough test, but I do have confidence that Koeman or Nile to go and set his side out there. And, you know, we won't go yeah. there just to shut up shop. We're not that no. type of side. We haven't been that type of side for years, but we'll go there. And as you said before, I do think there's the to-be-had City. Yeah. And I think Tottenham have opened them up, and with the international break, hopefully a few of their international players, yeah. Silva and De Bruyne, are maybe feeling the pace, and then they've got one eye on Barca. Yeah. Um, That's hope. 
you know, you just never know, do you? They're kind of a blip, aren't they? So it's, let's hope it continues against us. But we have to play at our very best. Um, you know, really, um, sort of Tottenham first forty-five minutes. I think that's the level mm. that we need to be at to, to sort of compete with City. There, you know, they've got fabulous players on the all over the pitch. De Bruyne, the, the star for me, mm. Aguero as well. But De Bruyne is the one that really. Mm. Turns them into a good team, into a great team, if you ask me. We've got to watch him. He's excellent, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, the statistics back that up. But Sterling is a. Uh, yeah, I've been to watch his, his, of his life, really. He's re emerged, hasn't he? Yeah, he he's, he's doing yeah. well. John Stones. Yeah. Um, he sort of slotted in effortlessly there, hasn't he? He's done well. Yeah, he, he has, but. There's the some size, mistakes there. The size of his face just does my head in now, you know. Yeah. It's a weird one. I've got. I've nearly got bad things to say about him, but. It's almost like he's become he's some sort of wonder kid in his own eyes. I don't know. I just You're right. It's almost like for England and he's too happy with himself. Yeah. And be happy, of course. Like overly giving interviews for City and videos. Yeah. And Never heard of people. He's on his Instagram. I don't know. It, maybe that's just me being a bit more paranoid about it. But I do, when I see his face now, it does annoy me. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. But Only what a good love. Um, no, you're right. It, he is a bit... You know, we're sounding like so great. Good luck to him, hope he does well. And he's certainly got the talent, but he is looking a bit too pleased for himself. Yeah, it's like the cat that's got the cream, which fair enough, you charge the Man City 50 million, you're going to look like that, but <laughs> he is doing me head in it. But if, if anyone knows how to play against John Stones, it's Everton FC, so... And you'd hope Lukaku, who's probably faced him in training 101 times, you know. Exactly, and I just hope that either Morales or Delafoe actually turn up on Saturday and have some... A good breakfast. Just remember what that payment goes into their bank every week is for. And, and are up for it, and then they can show against a big side. Yeah. And, you know, especially with Delafoe with the with the Spain links with Guardiola. Yeah, absolutely. Let's really have a go at them. And uh, we showed like against them in the League Cup last season where we bossed it. Remember when Mo yeah. had other blinds and we beat them two one. Yeah. Um, we done we done really well then, and, and we, we can match anyone on our day, but we've just not seen it for three seasons and Spot on. for three right. years. Sorry, and uh, Saturday would be the perfect tonic to. Sorry, the perfect way to yeah, to put these last perfect. three results behind us. Because yeah. one positive result there, and everybody's on the bounce again. Everybody's exactly. thinking positive. And then you go on to Burnley. You got West Ham. Yeah, every chance then that we can turn. You know, one point out of City into seven, and then mm. everyone's forgetting about what happened. You know, against uh, Palace and against Bournemouth and all that. So that's what we need. Yeah. You know, let's face it, we'll all take six points out of nine now. Um, to beat yeah. Burnley and to beat to beat West Ham, which is what we should be looking to do. You know, all Burnley yeah. are looking not too bad this season, are they? They're picking up the obvious. Yeah, they're doing all right. Yeah. yeah, but it's like you know, we we should be looking to exert ourselves over them definitely. We should be, and um, that probably brings us nicely to an end, Mark. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss? No, I think the, the Irish girl used to keep sending me the family guy uh, things, keep them coming in, because they're hysterical, I absolutely love her, she's, uh, she's funny. Yeah. Oh, just, I have to say that, mate, because yeah, she's she she up every morning. No, no, honestly, I've got, you know, got to give her a mention, she's... she's Making me laugh every morning when I wake up, so it's funny. Soppy, I had to know. say that, mate, I had to. He's soppy. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll let you off with that one. <laughs> but we're back next week, aren't we? Um, we're going to come back and, and review the Man City game with the lads. The others are joining us, aren't they? Yeah, um, they are. So we're going to the, the James Window pub, aren't we? So wow. it's, like a, it's like a fan focus excursion. Yeah. And we'll get in the mystery machine. And a day out with the lads. A day out with the lads. 
And and then after that, the Burnley game, isn't it? We'll have to try and fit one in around that. And the, the, the West Ham game, it's a full-time job trying to do these, isn't it? Mate, it is. If anybody fancies paying us for them, that's oh, sad. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Being paid to chat shit. To chat shit. Mate, there's plenty of people doing it. Why not us? That, I hope that's going to be our motto in the future. <laughs> being Evan. paid to chat shit. The Everton Fan Focus podcast, being paid to chat shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, it hasn't happened yet. If anyone's got any rich sponsors that want to come on board, uh, <laughs> I'm very open on Twitter to opportunities. We're, we're absolute holes on Twitter now, John. Yeah. Um, it's been good to catch up again, Mark. And you are. We've probably just digested a month's worth of Everton content within an hour. And two beers. And two beers. <laughs> and uh, you've even got some tea to finish off there. So. I have, mate, yeah. Yeah. Starting um, now. It's nearly breakfast. Hopefully you've enjoyed that, listening to us waffling on. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. Thanks very much. See you again. See you again. Bye. Bye.